Yo, what up? What up, though? We jumping right into this. I like planting flowers. <laughs> you got a green thumb. I definitely got a green thumb. I used to. I done grew like a hundred different species of plants. Okay. I could probably name about 30 now. I could name all hundred yeah. now, but I can name about 30. That's decent. Put my hands in dirt, you know. Well, that's going to come in handy in the future. And I'll, you, I hope you teach your kids. Give give that same uh, green thumb. I haven't grown any vegetables and unpersonally yet, you know. That's okay. Mostly business and schooling. But, yeah, I've done some good stuff. All types of medicinal herbs, all types of herbs, like <clears throat> Yeah, possibly. Plants. Yeah, we legal now. So, by the time I get old enough to probably want to get into it. Well, I'm saying I that's going to be it. needed, you know, because, look, what if we all just started a black, a real black community and you became the head doctor because you had all the um, herbal, the gifts to grow and the herbs. and The FDA, the FDC. You would cancel they, they all gonna, of them out. They, man, they're going to be knocking at my dough. What you doing? You know how they get down. What you doing? You got an idea? Really? Is it your idea? But I'm saying, like, what if we went back to back in the days and we all was like, it was like some tribal type stuff and they if there was no government, you know, so that FCDC, CDC, all of them, they ain't even exist. Oh, that would be a beautiful thing. Yeah, and you became you know? like the doctor in the, vi- in the village. For the for the people because you knew how to grow. Like, I'll be teaching everybody how to do it. That's that's decent. Doctor yourself. And don't you know? Yeah, you'd be like the Doctor CB. Doctor CB, right? Yeah, yeah. Of Chicago and shit. <laughs> I'll be want to help you cook your food, pseudo. So, I I grew a garden, right? What you had in your garden? I had some of everything: tomatoes, squash. I had pumpkin. I had onions, um, strawberries. Ooh wee. Um, did we do carrots? We didn't do carrots. But it turned out pretty good, right? But right at the end, when it's time to, like, you know, prep it for fall and all of that, that last batch of uh, vegetables that comes in right before then, all of them start growing together. So we had, like, uh, squash, pumpkin, melons, and <laughs> Strawmatoes. Strawmatoes. Ooh, <laughs> strawberry tomato. That might that sound good. We didn't taste them. I was too all scared right. to let anybody when I cut the pumpkin open and it was a squash and all of that on the inside, I was like, you know what? That's okay. What is it called? A squash or melon? Uh squash pumpkin melon. Squash pumpkin melon. <laughs> <laughs> it was a watermelon. <laughs> yeah. So I forgot the watermelon. So it was a watermelon, squash, and a pumpkin mixed in one. That was too much for me. What did the what, what what was the so the outside was green and the inside was pumpkin? Yeah, <laughs> and it was shaped like a squash. It was so weird. You might have won a, a, a prize for that. The, I didn't the, tell anybody. <laughs> I was too embarrassed. <laughs> I'm also a, a great cook. Also, mm. so not only am I a green thumb, I'm a chef. But I don't be cooking no more. I be doing so many other things. I probably cook. I rarely cook anymore. I, it was one point in my life where I was literally cooking daily. So when do you see yourself slowing down and settling down? Oh, I mean, well, that comes with maturity. So, you know. Yeah. The but older I get. What age you think? Who knows? Up there. Yeah. Taking your time. 
There you go. Day by day. Day by day. One day at a time, actually. Yeah. One day well, at a time. Well, not you know. Yeah. Because we blessed every day just to wake up and receive that daylight, you know. So one day at a time, you're right. I'm too busy trying to keep the fans happy and on topic about our way lit. Because we be way lit, you know. <laughs> That's every time. So, um. I wanted to ask you, like, why do geniuses, like, why are they so intricate? And why do they, like, usually, why do they usually act? Or why are they just weird? Yeah. Let me just go Right. So, say. right, right. So, I understand what you say. You basically say, why do they perceive to be a certain type of way? Yeah, because, I mean, like, most of the geniuses I know, like... Yeah, they be on some other. It, 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 they're intricate, you know. They have a mm. maybe a different thought process, a yes. different pattern. They on a different wavelength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always wanted the same thing. Like, why do why was Einstein's look like that? Why did didn't you have Einstein have the like? The well, weird come to find out, you know, they was getting. Zooted off of mushrooms and all that stuff they was finding oh, out yeah. there. Well, I guess the drug tapped into their inner brain nervous something system. Something happened. Yeah, something happened. So most, I guess we can say that most geniuses uh, engage in some type of behavior that's different from others. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. From the way we be seeing it mm-hmm. on TV. They look like they scared of something. Somebody about to be out the room. I mean, uh, that man they just found downtown, he was a damn genius. He came from MIT. Oh, with the pipe bombs. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. So the guy got killed. And they went into his house and found... Wait, they found stuff on him and in his house. Did they? Pipe bombs. That's too much. So you... I don't know if he was rich or not, but... He was a genius working for the... He lived downtown, a decent condo, I know that. And you graduated from uh, MIT with the uh, very good tops, one of those top scores. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, what do you think his whole thought process was? Because he got that stuff up in there, and all it took was for somebody to have a fire, and that thing was going to blow. He felt real secure. (laughs) (laughs) He had to... Because that's his life on the line as well. They talking about he got that stuff off the black market. That's black market shit. Mm. I don't want no trouble. Okay, moving right (laughs) along. (laughs) But wait, wait, wait. He had a good job, seemed like. I mean, you would think. And it's like, what, what do you want? What involvement do you want with pipe bombs? And you... Sitting up here, probably making. I wonder, did he ever take any to work like that, like, like the baseball like player? I'm just gonna take this bomb with me, like, like I'm just keeping it in the bag. Oh, well, did we talk about the baseball player last bomb. week? Last week, the baseball player who took all that meth or heroin to work, he had it in his gym bag. They opened his bag and they seen all the the drugs. Uh, uh-uh, we didn't get to discuss. That. I thought we talked about that last week, but. Yeah, he took the bag to work, had a bunch of drugs in it, had it in the locker. I guess somebody from the organization went in his locker and opened the bag, and boom, there were all the drugs. Stop it. All the drugs. 
all the white drugs. He must have just got a, a, a fresh delivery. Maybe, or he was going to make it. That looked like I'm finna go drop this off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop this off. So he had it packed and tagged and ready to. At work. Wait, speaking of work, look, I want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. So, how does one stay professional while someone is being unprofessional in a professional environment? First of all, you got to do that. You got to take a deep breath and exhale. Like, that's one. Because you got to go into think mode. I think um, at that point, you need to divide and conquer. You know what I'm saying? So, the divide is to actually figure out within seconds what's the best move for self so that you can keep everything you got, including your freedom. (laughs) <laughs> your freedom and your other. life yeah you know what i'm saying yeah life first freedom second definitely you know what i'm saying so uh my answer is to walk away do you think people deal with bullies at work oh yes oh yes i have one a person that's making the same pay or a person is making more pay you're trying to bully yes <laughs> i have one and it's he's the op- it's the opposite sex, so it's like Wow. Know, and there's nothing I can do. So you've been a corporate bully. You're not being like a physical Mm-mm. verbal Mm-mm. hater. It, it, but- it's kinda of verbal, but it's in it, it's like he is uh trying to make me a submissive. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I could put it. I shine too bright for him. And he don't like it. He wants to dim it. But little does he know that will fire back at him. He going to get himself together. Oh, He's definitely going to get himself you together. You know what? He ain't got to get himself together. God going to get him right <laughs> together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I gave it to him. You know, that's the that's the other thing. You give it to your, your the higher entity that you, you know what I'm saying? You give it to him. Go ahead. Or her or them. Whoever you consider to be your And work bullies. It happens. But I had a situation where I just had to walk out. Come to your eight hours and go home. That's it. That's all. Don't come <laughs> trying to tell. If you're not a manager, don't tell nobody how to do their job. Don't do it. Unless it helps the both of you. No, no. Don't do it. <laughs> don't right. do it. And right. if, if somebody asks you, okay. But no, let them do it the way they want, the way they see fit. Right. And do your job. That's how you, you know, deflect conflict. So we just going to make time. sure we keep it professional at all times in all oh, professional we environments. We always I'm do. just talking yeah. about the, the world. Oh, you're talking about the world, yeah. The world. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think most of our audience is on that page you know what i'm saying but definitely to get the message out there just walk away turn away don't let nobody mess up your money no you about to get a raise because uh yeah you know what i'm saying i mean there's a certain point where you may have to defend yourself but if it's something very small and minute where you do have the chance to turn the other cheek just go ahead walk out get the write-up come back tomorrow the write-up is better because you still gonna be getting a paycheck, and whoever mess with you, I'm pretty sure they not. You know who you're not gonna turn the cheek on? Mm-hmm. That babysitter that killed that five year old boy. You damn right. They lucky they got her up in the detention center. 
and she better stay there for her own good. But them girls gonna get in there. Them girls gonna get in there. The detention center is nothing. She's really not experiencing anything. It's the jail. I mean, she will. Mm-hmm. It's coming. If she, she gonna have to deal with that for that for boy died. Can you she, tell the people the story for those that don't know? She, it's kind of graphic, so you know. She beat him and kicked on him. him and kicked on him and you know this is a tiny human being who cannot defend himself and five years old. How was she? Uh, she's in the detention center, so she must be every bit of seventeen 17. to nineteen somewhere now. You know. Every state varies with that age for that. But I think you leave there at what, 19, 18, 19? They got something for her. They got something for her. Where she going? Well, she looked like one of them damn reptilian people. I don't know, picture. I got a little scared looking at her. I'm not going to even lie. And she couldn't have never came to my door talking about she was going to babysit my kid. I wanted, I wouldn't, because. I wouldn't have. Uh, I think I would have picked up on her vibe right away. But I was told that the father. I w- I read that the father was the one that actually found her location through okay. word of mouth. What? I wonder did he tighten her up before he called the so, authorities? Guess what I'm doing? I'm finna whoop her ass. I'm gonna whoop. After I whoop her ass, I'm gonna whoop the nigga <laughs> who told me about her ass. Right. I, I, you know, oh the referral. Oh yeah. Oh, who referred her? Oh yeah. See, somebody better keep me away from them too, cause it ain't just gonna be her. And she in custody. I can't get to her, but you can get to that referral. You definitely get to the referral. My baby gone. Cause you mad <laughs> at what? Mm. I can't do it. I can't do it. The 21-year-old killed at DMV in Bridgeview. Bridgeview? Got killed. He just turned 21. I think he was going to get an ID or something. Go get his 21st ID. Took his life. We got to do better. Took his life. I just felt like that was the worst. It was a targeted shooting. Like, we know that type of stuff happens, but, you know, we about planting flowers, yeah. planting seeds, growing flowers. We love I, life, you I know? I had a uh, friend ask me earlier, like, why do they, you know, broadcast, you know, stuff like the Boulder, Colorado shooting more so than, you know, um, like black shootings? Because, and I thought about it, and it's because we... When when black people, I'm not gonna say because when black people, uh, when these negroids, <laughs> negroids, <laughs> commit crimes, they do it sporadic in in places. You know, it's not often that they even really know what their target is, so they just shoot sporadically, and it happens in sporadic places. And most of the time, it's not huge. Coverage Gatherings You know what I'm saying I don't think it Like for the most part You might hear about a party You know what I'm saying Getting shot up 
And we did have that one party on the south side, southeast side that got shot up. You know what I'm saying? And all those people, it was like... It seemed like all the small gatherings are getting shot up. Mm-hmm. Like, small gatherings are being targeted. Mm-hmm. Well, they figured, you know, you started taking them out by the small numbers. That's always been how the government um, thinks, I think. And I'm quite sure that everybody who's throwing these parties are out to have a good time. And it's not just, see, the government has not just targeted black people. So I just want people to know, like, they have targeted people internationally. And it's crazy. Government. That one word. Meaning what? The 1%? It's either the 1% or nothing? Or are you, you saying I'm race saying war? They, they are slowly applying a way of genocide. Legal genocide. They killing people off. They just out here killing people off. We ain't going to let that happen. We too strong. And we learning every day. Well, you have smarter to, every day. Yeah, you got you got to open your mind in order to survive what is coming next, or at least have friends that can put you in that direction. You know what I'm saying? To seek and to learn, or give you information. You know what I'm saying? I seem I feel like it's be a lot of a lot of movements for every demographic, but the one that really needs a real movement, the survival of the 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 black people or just people in general you know there should be now it's the survival of humanity now definitely <laughs> you know and that fourteen hundred dollar stimulus ain't doing nothing that's gonna pay a month of rent that shit's already gone for that some shit gone people. that shit was gone the same day for some people for some people yeah it did nothing if you was blessed to save it and hold on to a little bit of it. Everybody's probably appreciative for it, you know. Mm-hmm. But just know it's, it takes a whole lot to get our our people back together. Humanity. Mm-hmm. Humanity. Humanity. This is going to be written in the history books. They separated us. It, it's it wasn't. I don't believe that was by choice. So we they, part of history now. Yeah. Every day you wake up, you part of history. We can actually say we did something, meaning we created all kind of things. We've 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 written laws. We've we've made an impact as a people, and I think we just need to continue to stay in school, or just study up on whatever it is we love, and we need to shape this world the way we need it to be. Yeah, people got to get more involved with their kids. You know, they got to spend time with their kids. They got to talk to them. They got to literally talk to them. I think that's the best way to go. It's the only way they got. Yeah. So do you think people have a double standard in parental raisins? Parental raisins. I think so. I think so. I've seen it. Your son can do this, but your daughter can't. Your daughter can do this, but your son can't. Or one child has to do more than the other. Right. Yeah. I believe I believe having a son and a daughter. My son can do things my daughter can't. That 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 I think that's for some reason I don't feel like that's double standard, but that's kind of how we was brought up already anyway. 
You know treat, what I'm saying? Treat your boy to act like a young man and treat your daughter to grow up like a young lady. Yes. But that doesn't mean, like, like, I don't know, do you include, like, you know, manage things, you know, in that category of allowing him to do? Or do you not condone the bad you're going to, you know what I'm Probably saying? not condone in the sense of you can't, son, you can't play with that Barbie doll. You can't walk around the house with it. So I feel like that's kind of like a, yes, daughter, you can do this, but no, son, you can't. You can do masculine things and not feminine things. Right. You know, just the law of the land, I guess. Yeah. I feel I like mean, that was the way we were grown and handpicked. Yeah. And, you know, you be a boy, you be a girl. Yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, that's how I feel, technically. If you were born that way, you know. Be the best of your race. Or your yeah. gender. Be the best of your how, gender. I, I just don't understand how people became so uncomfortable in their own skin. That's a that's a deep topic right there. Because they have they have become uncomfortable. Like they altering, cutting off, taking stuff to plump up and plump out and pull in and That's TV. TV. No, it's not even people. just TV. It's it's in real life. Like people Flying out to go get their bodies done because they see you saying it, it is the TV. It, yeah, what did what did you learn that, that you can first get your body mm. re re cut on, redone, reshaped, replumped? I've seen it from TV. Mm. I don't hear it on the radio. And I got the advertising. I see doctor surgery, <laughs> doctor surgery, and they put millions of dollars in to showing people that this surgeon can make you. Your body more beautiful, or or it, it actually can help your self esteem in certain ways. You know, okay. it does help some people's self esteem at times. You know, I guess, but right. some people get butt surgery for the money purposes. Oh, if I get a bigger butt, I can make more money with it. Mm-hmm. Hey, each his own. Mm. Hope you have fun. Actually, I know, I know a woman that had got butt surgery. And she had a bigger butt. And she wanted to ride around with one of her friends. Like, she didn't want to sit at home. She wanted to be outside. So she had to sit in the front seat backwards while riding around with her friends. Because her butt was... Because she couldn't sit on her butt. Yeah. So she wanted to be outside. She rode in the seat with her knees in the seat, looking in the back seat the whole time. Who does that? She was really desperate. She wanted to be outside. <laughs> that was really desperate. Well, they have an um, article out that was uh, stating that you know, men's penises are shrinking due to um, ecological changes. Ecological meaning what? The air? Mm-hmm. Um, um, pollution. Pollution. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is this now? Is this like all men? Like as a whole, as you just as a species, I, 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 that's something I, I in the air. Raised over that article, I haven't I, noticed. It, it just blew my mind. Literally, I was like, "Whoa, you lying? Why?" They'll make something for anything. Let's make some shit that smells like bananas, and we gonna put it in there. We gonna make you think that every gas station is really McDonald's, and we want y'all to go in there and order some fries. Go in the gas station, and order some fries. 
go pour you some 83 in a cup. <laughs> some 87, some 93. Mm. You got to love America, though, because they say we are the land of the free. And people come here from poor, the poorest places and come here and live very comfortably. What about all them kids coming across the border by themselves just trying to get over here? They, they parents just sending them like. Land of the free. Come to America. We'll take care of you. But how does that really work? So you are 11, 12 years old. You don't have Social Security over here. What is you going to do from the age of 11 to 21? Or the age of uh, 21 through 60? How can you come, go somewhere and live? of states. And that increases... Some type of monetary value within the state, so I guess they plan on placing them in different states like that to increase governmental uh, funding to certain states or cities, you know? So if you come over here and you was over here for 30 years and you finally got caught, what? I thought they'd just send you back. Bye-bye. So you're saying they're trying to make some kind of money off there, too? Uh, no, they they got to go back. If you've been over here that long and then they find out you're getting deported immediately, I believe. I think you're getting up out of here with that. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. If America was doing bad and I was trying to get to Mexico, like, okay, I'm finna go to Mexico and I'm finna... I wouldn't know the first thing to do to get into Mexico and live like a Mexican citizen. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I... They tell me, hey, you have to go across the border to live comfortably. All right, I'm finna sneak across the border. I'm going to go get a job with well, see, no Social Security and no... I don't think over there, they ain't, they ain't really checking for you like that. It ain't like that. That shit's set up. It's different. That's a scheme. They sending people over the border. They might be. But it's it's so bad over there. Like They literally mutilating people there. It's so many yeah. countries where people just getting mutilated. There was, uh, what was that, Mozambique? I don't know. It was somewhere in Africa where I was watching this. Um, the, the gangs are taking over and fucking killing the, the regular people in the community. Like, think about this. You step outside, you got a machine gun being pointed at your head, and you just a regular... Citizen of the community and and somebody kills you for no reason. So this guy was saying like we need help He was like it's skulls and bones and blood and brains and stuff still out there on them in the middle of the street I'll, They can't yeah. even go to the store really So it's like that in Mexico. I had a friend um, Sent her son down there with um, to go see the grandfather and They ain't make it back the son ain't make it back. They kidnapped that little boy, and they could not find him. And they was asking for a ransom. And the grandfather, they killed him and left him on the side of the road. They do this. I mean, we don't really know. You know, it's always motives behind something. And sometimes there is no motive. But, um, you know, these people are li- they literally getting killing people. Yeah. So, so... I'm assuming in Mexico you just can't go to the airport, get on a plane, and come over here like we do over there. Uh, you got to have papers. See, they ain't got no papers. Can't afford it either. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? They just that poor third world country, right? Mexico, third world I'm country. I'm not gonna say that. It's just like you you uh depends on where you live at. Cause over there, like I know people who leave here and go there and live extremely well. Yeah. I got family member that live over there. You know. Tijuana to be exact. So I was sure wondering like why you wanna go there? They doing something totally different than what we doing over here. It de- it depends on the person, I think. You know what I'm saying? But they yeah. definitely got a lot of impoverished people who trying to get away. So Well, one thing I know God do got us all. So I believe that, you know. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody's gonna be okay one day. And if you believe it, you're gonna get it. Yeah. You That's believe you're gonna receive. That's true. Well, it was definitely um it's been an honor and a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> what you got going on for this weekend? I'm going into chill mode. I still gotta work in the morning. And uh hopefully I get off early. And I was going, my nails are done for, so I usually don't even let this happen. So I was going to try to <laughs> hit the nail shop early. That's definitely relaxing. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends, because it can be, no, it can it can get rough in the nail shop. It can get rough. I had a I had a grandma get, we, we were sitting there before we get off the air, let me just, we were sitting there. We both waiting on Tony. Okay. I'm assuming Tony's the 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 the, mm-hmm. the, the nail tech. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I was excited because Tony is the is my nail tech from high school. So he's still doing nails. Okay. So when I found him, I'm like, okay, he makes my nails look feminine. Whereas a lot of women have square nails. So he is the bomb. Okay. But I was already up in there. As soon as they open, they sign the book. So I said, Tony, I'm going to step outside and have me a cigarette. Okay. I'll be right here. Give me a minute, too. So he doing his thing. Grandma come in. She take a seat. She eyeballing me. I see her looking at me. Um, you ain't on Tony, too. <laughs> Grandma want Tony. I was like, yeah, I'm just getting a feeling, though. Oh. I said, who, who you waiting on? You waiting on Tony or his wife? Um, I was I was waiting on Tony, too. Tony comes back up to the front and says, uh, yeah, you know, you you second. You second, Grandma. She was here first. She signed the book. So I was very, uh, you know, I didn't even. And she was ready. She had called her granddaughter up there. I said, Lord, this lady. What? She's ready to gangbang over Tony? <laughs> I was messing with her. I said, you done called your granddaughter up here already. I thought that was a place of relaxation. No, baby. <laughs> but yeah, it can get technical in the nail shop. Now, don't doubt that. I thought the nail shop was a place of pleasure. Y'all be in there beefing over the nail techs. Baby, it can go up. Okay. So what's the so what's the what's the what's the best thing about going to the nail shop? What's the best feeling about it? Like what makes the you best just, feeling is when you're getting your feet done because you get the massage chair and then somebody's working on your feet, and when when 
you get done, you know, you walk on these two bad boys all day, every day, doing stuff. You don't even think about, like, oh, my goodness, these ten toes and these little, you know, stuff, ankles and all, what they done did in the course of a day. You don't even think about that. You just go. So what 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 don't what what do you hate about it? Like what's something that you don't want to encounter that you've possibly encountered before at the A weight. A weight? A weight. A weight and then a, a a weight around a holiday. You need to plan ahead to get them done before the holiday. At least a week. Okay. At least a week. Because going in there the day of, the week of it is pandemonium. Pure. So what you're saying? Thirty minutes, an hour. What? Two. Two hours. Oh, you can go to the next shop, man. Come back. How about that? Oh, sign this. Sign this. Come back. <laughs> I done, I done got in there and been like, ooh, glad that ain't me. I actually thought Tony was a black nail tech, but it sounds like Tony is a Tony is Asian. Korean Asian. Okay, mm-hmm. and he is the best. The best. It sounds like you grew up with Tony. Barna. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically, he's like a couple of years. He got to be like 10 years my senior, maybe 10 mm. or 12, you know. But back in the day, yeah, Tony, he's, I, he's a, a blazing. I love going to barbershops, but I hate it at the same time. Well, you know, I used to work in a couple of them, so. No, I, I don't want to hear no gossip. No gossip. Don't gossip and don't drool about women that's walking past your window. That's all they do. <laughs> that's why I'm, that's why I get a private personal. That's all they do. And imagine I was the only woman stylist in a shop full of men. And they just you know I know you and my listening. clients loved it and I loved it. Yeah. It was it was interesting. Cause we got to hear their point of views and they it was like we wasn't there. Right, you know, <laughs> I actually liked it. You know what I'm well, saying? That's good. Yeah, that's it good. was actually good training. You know, when you get to hear both perspectives, and you get to kind of see where um, men come from, you know, you know, then you learn, you learn things. You know, you can learn a lot from us, men, but y'all the smartest. I just think we uh, organize a little bit better. Hmm. That's it. The organization. A woman has to have organ. A real woman got to have organization in her life. And men have wonderful ideas, but they can't articulate all of them at once, like a woman can. The maturity of a woman is far greater than man. I yeah. Well, I think we. I think we. I don't know. I don't want to say that we. I don't like saying we superior to men because we need each other. Yes, no one is superior to the other. No, I'm saying, but it's just certain traits about us yeah. that outweigh you guys, and vice versa. Yes, you know what I'm saying, and that's just to, it. Just needs to be accepted. That's that's the real of it. You know, that's how um, great relationships are formed. You learn to respect your partner. The boundaries they got, boundaries they don't got, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Hey, all I know is respect and 
adore your fellow counterpart. <laughs> Respect the woman. Give her credit. Women give men credit. Respect them also. And we'll all have a loving life. And don't kill people. We got to turn this world up, you know? Turn up, be happy, party all the time. But we got to spend some time with these kids, man. And some of these adults as well, because shit, they don't know. Some people don't know. Uncle Frank is teaching little Tommy the wrong shit. And y'all need to check Uncle Frank. Look at that man that sent. That man, his friend that told him, oh, this babysitter is the bomb. And she that came over there and killed his son. I'm going to kick your ass for the introduction. I'm just saying, though, like, you can't trust everybody you come across either. Like, you just can't. Yeah. You have to learn who your real friends are. And friends are a dime a dozen. Like, you might not even really have no real friends. You got to sit back and really think about that. Because your friends only want to see you do the best. They want the best for you. That's a friend. That's more like family, you know? It, it even goes it, beyond being a friend. It gets that, to that know? point, yes. It gets to that point. At some point, yes. You know, definitely. So, yeah, y'all. We're going to get up out of here because we both got busy schedules. I'm working all weekend. Shh. I told you what I was trying to do. I ain't trying to work all <laughs> Make sure you enjoy your weekend. You as well. Hit me up. You're trying to party. We gonna skydive or something? Well, we gonna skydiving. It is cold. Somewhere warm. Yeah, definitely. It's cold. Yeah, definitely. Take a flight up out of here for a couple days. Always cold. Bring everybody we know. That sounds good to me. All right, y'all. We up out of here. We up out of here.